Hey guys, welcome back to Financial Flex with Lex, where we change the way we talk about money. Alright, so I really just want to jump into today's episode because it's an interview um, with someone that I hold in such high esteem. But first, just a friendly reminder to rate and subscribe if you enjoy this podcast, and while you're at it, be sure to tell a friend. Alright, so let's just get into today's episode. Milan Johnson is currently pursuing her master's degree in communication studies with a concentration in digital media strategies. So after obtaining her bachelor's degree in 2016, Milan's path to graduate school wasn't necessarily a straightforward one. So after graduating from undergrad, she went straight into the workforce. And this year has literally been such a crazy year for her, like most of us. Um... She was laid off from her government communications position, but she was also accepted into grad school. Not many people make friends with someone after a job interview, but that's literally what happened with Milan and I. So we were in a group interview, interviewing for the same exact position, and afterwards we kind of just like connected, and we both ended up not getting the job, but we gained something even better, each other. So on today's episode, Milan shares what it's like to be in grad school during a pandemic and navigating her career in education in a time of uncertainty. I hope this episode inspires you to gain a bit of clarity and ultimately start taking those steps to figure out what your purpose is. My name is Milan Johnson. I am going to be 26 years old this Friday. Um, millennial extraordinaire, I would say. I'm just joking. But um, I am a graduate of Valdosta State University with a degree in public relations. I'm currently at Georgia State University getting my master's degree in digital media strategies. Um, I was employed by the Georgia Department of Human Services as a communication specialist in the Division of Child Support Services, uh, but was unfortunately laid off during COVID. Um, so I am just currently living every day <laughs> to do schoolwork in grad school um, and just, you know, taking every day as it comes. But that is me right now, 25-year-old going on 26-year-old Milan. I love it. Well, happy early birthday. So you mentioned that you're currently enrolled in grad school. What led you to apply and attend? Because obviously there's like a little bit of time in between, um, undergrad and grad school where you had to like work and get like real world experience it's not like you just like graduated from undergrad and then went straight into grad school so can you um what was like your thought process like behind that just to give you a time frame I graduated from Valdosta State in 2016 I'm currently enrolled at Georgia State now in 2020 so there is a four-year difference after graduating, I found it pretty hard to find a job and ended up taking a job at Enterprise Rent-A-Car just to, you know, be employed. Um, and during my time there, I found myself delving deeper into what I thought my passion and my purpose was. And I found myself really doubling down into communications, events, digital uh, journalism, and really just trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So during that time frame, well, actually, before I was working at Enterprise, I had a lot of job interviews, which is where I met Alex, <laughs> and we're still <laughs> friends to this day, um, and I just was not getting a job, even still getting those interviews. So 
um, taking the job at Enterprise, I just needed a job. But it allowed me the time to figure out what I wanted to do and then um, work towards the skills that I wanted to possess when I got a job. So after leaving Enterprise, I got a job um, as a contracted employee with the state doing communications. And during my time there, I realized that I knew a lot, but there was a lot that I needed to learn. And it had just been in my mind for maybe when I graduated in 2016, I wanted to go back to school maybe in 2017. But I just kept pushing it to the back of my head because I hated my job. I was tired every day, and I couldn't imagine myself going to school and doing schoolwork. So, unfortunately, you know, <laughs> this year had had been this year, 2020, but I had applied for graduate school. I had finally gotten to the point where I thought I was mentally ready um, in March. Yeah, I applied in March, um, and... I had got the acceptance letter in May, so mid-pandemic, um, and I was ecstatic, but also very confused because we're in a pandemic, and I was thinking about going to school and thinking about the possibility of school being online, and I, I'm i not a great online learner, but I realized that, you know, this was my opportunity. I had prayed for this. I had, you know, kind of manifested this into my life over the last three years. And it just it just came into fruition. And to be honest, it's opened my behind, but I've, I don't think I've ever been happier and felt more in my purpose than I do right now because I really can focus on what I want to do. So I remember back in, man, had to be like sometime last year, um, we were at dinner and I remember you saying like, yeah, I'm thinking about like applying or, you know, considering grad school. Obviously at the time where you like applied, like a pandemic, you know, you weren't anticipating what 2020 has become to happen at all. So like, Mm -hmm. as far as, you know, cost goes uh, for grad school, do you think that the education you're receiving is worth what you're paying? Like, do you think that you should be paying less since now, like you said, everything is online. You're no longer going to campus, you know, getting all the amenities you normally would have if you were going in person. So, um, yeah, like, what's, what are your thoughts on, like, the cost of education right now? I definitely think (laughs) that school should be a little bit cheaper. Just taking into account that I am a Georgia resident and I'm going to a Georgia school, my tuition is already, you know, kind of reduced just due to that fact. Um, And I'm comfortable sharing that I've paid at least, I've paid $4,000. Should I think it'd be cheaper than that? Of course. (laughs) Just because, you know, I'm sitting in front of my own computer that I bought and I'm just, you know, it's just not the same for someone who is a learner who is a visual learner, I like to interact with people as well. And just having an outgoing personality, I like to be around people. And then, you know, one thing about graduate school, a big part of that is networking and getting to know your professors and the people that you're in class with. So, you know, it kind of takes away that portion as well. So, you know, just to answer your question, yes, I definitely think it should be cheaper. I thought for some reason, I just thought that grad school was like way more expensive, like $4,000 in my mind doesn't sound like, I mean, it's a lot of money, don't get me wrong, but like when I yeah. think of grad school, I think of like $16,000, $20,000 a semester, but maybe that's including like room and board and like other stuff yeah. that you don't have to consider <laughs> so right yeah. now. You know, like another thing, I am still at home with my parents, 
by the grace of God, I don't have those room and board costs. I'm literally just paying tuition. So that's why, you know, I want to step out on this leap of faith during this time because all of the stars were aligned for me. I'm a Georgia resident going to a Georgia college. So it was going to be the cheapest that it could be without me getting like a grad assistantship or anything like that. Gotcha. Do you think you would have considered uh, a school outside of Georgia if it weren't for the pandemic? Um, I don't think so. I am born and raised <laughs> in Atlanta. So, um, Another reason I chose to go to Georgia State is just the amount of opportunities and the networking in the city of Atlanta. I do feel like me going to undergrad college um, in a rural part of Georgia disadvantaged me a lot um, just because I couldn't be around all these major corporations and these agencies that are hiring people in communications and giving internships. I was, I was down in rural Georgia. So opportunities were a lot less. If you could compare, like, your mindset and your outlook um, back in 2016, like, when you were about to graduate, how was Milan in 2016 different than Milan in 2020 when it comes to, you know, job prospects and, like, the job outlook? Um, That is a really good question. (laughs) In 2016, I was applying for jobs while in school. And you think because you have a degree that, you know, anybody should hire you. You're like, I've proven that I can work, so why don't you guys hire me? And that's how I felt. I was like, why am I not getting a job that I actually want? You know, when I've been going to school for four years, I've proven myself in that aspect. What is the problem? I felt like I was very entitled, to be honest, um, that somebody was just going to hand me a job. And my mom told me that, too. (laughs) And so after going through jobs that I absolutely hated and had to force myself to wake up to go to um, and then transitioning to a job where I was doing what I like but not in the capacity that I would like to. Um, So 2020 Milan's aspect when it comes to jobs is just, making sure that I'm putting myself in the right place um, and doing the work. Um, There is nothing that can replace doing the work. There is absolutely nothing. Um, And making good connections with people, actually making valuable and, you know, genuine connections as well, because no one wants to help someone who is just trying to get a job. You're, mm-hmm. you're not trying to get to know them or, you know, you know, form a relationship. Like, informational interviews are important. You know, I learned that through these last four years that you have to get your hands dirty. And you have to, you know, put some effort into following your dreams because nobody's going to hand anything to you. You have to work for it. Um, so me being an only child <laughs> and used to having, you know, my parents give me what I wanted. It's like, what in the world is going on? (laughs) I was so confused. And, you know, it has been such a humbling, such a humbling last four years that, you know, when I tell you that I feel like I'm in perfect placement right now, you know, everything's not perfect. But I feel like, you know, my next move is going to be my best move. Um, I love how you mentioned, like, (laughs) making genuine and valuable connections with people, like, I know for me personally, like, I hate going to networking events um, outside of the fact that, like, social anxiety, but, like, I always feel, (laughs) I always feel like people aren't 
genuinely interested in you unless you can do something for them or if they know that like oh this is um so and so from xyz you know industry or whatever you know what I mean and it just kind of it just feels like I feel like you can tell when someone genuinely wants to get to know you as opposed to like Mm -hmm. just wanting to get something from you or out of you you know so I definitely think that's like that's like such a key thing is just making valuable like real connections because people can people can like you know tell if it's fake you know no definitely and I've said this to someone I said when people because I didn't mention on the side you know I like to work events and um, do event staffing as well Um, people will reach out to me to work events and I haven't talked to them you know this whole pandemic but they remember the work that I've done and you know working with me and they reach out to me. So, like I said, you know, it's valuable to make genuine connections because people are always going to remember how you made them feel. Um, and they're going to remember that and want to work with you again. No, no for, for sure. So, so right, right now, now right, the, the job market, market is looking – it, it's, it's just looking crazy. crazy. Like, like so, so many people have lost their jobs or, you know, are in fear of losing their job. Like, it's just basically like – Day-to-day is just so uncertain. So does the current job market worry you at all? Um, It definitely does. As someone who's trying to get back in there, like I said, um, I haven't really put a timeline on when I am because one thing my mom has told me is that you'll never get this time back, you know, this time me not having a job, being, you know, pretty financially secure and being able to focus on school. I'm never going to get this time back. So me just kind of taking my time getting back into the job market, because like you say right now, it's insane. Um, and competition is fierce. And if you, you have to come on your P's and Q's because no one's going to be hiring somebody in the middle of a pandemic that mm-hmm. is not going to work because like most people are at home. So they have to trust you and know that you're going to be able to get the work done. So I would say the job market is, is crazy right now. It is definitely fight of the fittest. I feel like especially in uh like in the like entertainment event space like marketing like PR industry I just feel like it's so I feel like cutthroat might be a little bit exact like exaggerating mm-hmm. but it's just, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just so intense and it's like you know there's literally hundreds of people applying for that same one job but I like how you're kind of not worrying about that right now you're like you're taking your mom's advice like you'll never get like you know this time back to really just like focus on you and like you're in a good space financially you know you're not basically like you're super secure right now so it's like why not just like mm-hmm. focus on this time like why worry yeah you mean you like she said you never really get this time back so you know just kind of off topic I've taken this time to even focus more on my mental and physical health I'm, I'm in the gym way more than I was when I was working because I have that time and I owe it to myself to be in the best health of my life um during this time period it's like you you'll never get it back and you'll sit there and it'll be years from now and you'll be like why wasn't I doing this when I was literally doing nothing (laughs) so I don't I don't want to feel like that I want to take every moment as it comes and I want to be a better version of myself every day because what I owe it to myself Mm -hmm. I really do chills um (laughs) (laughs) so would you recommend for current undergrad students who are about to graduate, would you recommend them to apply to grad school right after going to college? Or would you, you know, t- 
tell them to try, like, if they're able to get a job, get a little bit of experience first, and then, you know, if they want to, um, continue on their education, then do so. Like, what, what would you tell them? Like, what would you recommend? Honestly, Alex, I would probably say both. They fit for different people. Um, going off the first one, if you go straight after school, if you feel like you are in a place, um, especially at your respective college, that you could get a grad assistantship somewhere because you've built relationships with your professors and, you know, you've built relationships within your university that you can get that opportunity and go to school for free, do that. (laughs) Like, go ahead and do it. Um, But on the other hand, you know, being in my case, I've been able to work other jobs and, and work in my industry and know that what I'm getting my master's degree in is what I want to do. And, you know, it, it it's different for everybody. You either you want your master's degree now or you, you want it later. But I value the fact that I've been through the trenches and, and know what I'm coming out with, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely know what I am getting my degree in is what my purpose and passion is. People reach out, you know, for advice about this stuff to me. And I feel like, you know, I'm walking in purpose. I'm walking in faith. So it's different for me, and I feel like it'll be different for everybody. But I think my best advice to everyone is to really just lay out what you think your purpose and your passion is at whatever age you're at. Um, you know, write that stuff down, manifest it, read books on it. It's so important to read um, just to get different perspectives on things because your perspective is not the world's perspective. Um, so read, especially read on stuff that you're, you're not knowledgeable, knowledgeable about um, and just take it from there. You have to really sit on this stuff because you're either going to be in debt or <laughs> you're going to be, you know, getting getting a full ride through school. So mm-hmm. I think it's different for everybody. Um, I don't regret my past at all um, because I know now, you know, that I'm doing it with a purpose. So I don't regret anything. For me, like I, even before I went to college, I was like, oh yeah, like I'd like to get my master's degree. But I was just saying that just because like, I don't know, I was just, like, it just seems like getting your master's degree would be, like, the next thing to do, but now Mm -hmm. that I've, I'm, like, four years removed from school, and, like, I think about the idea, because I feel like, for some reason, after graduating college in 2016, it felt like so many people were going back to get their master's, and I had never noticed that before, but I was, like, oh, my goodness, like, everyone's going back to school, like, maybe I should go back to school, but then I, like, (laughs) I really, like, like, thought to myself like honestly you don't you don't you have no idea what you want to do with yourself like Mm -hmm. like it took you forever to pick a major in undergrad like I couldn't even imagine (laughs) trying to do that again like I'm like honestly like no until you figure out exactly what you want to do like just just keep working and you know like something if it's meant for you to if it's meant for me to go then like it'll happen then but if not then you know I'll just keep cruising along but yeah, yeah. I, I like how you pretty much just said like it just it really depends on you and, and and what your purpose and what your passion is you know like for you everything the stars like you said align it just came together for you to to go our generation just suffers so much with comparison theory seeing our <laughs> just seeing oh so-and-so went back to school oh so-and-so did this oh so-and-so did that you feel the pressure the anxiety to do that yourself um 
like right now I see everybody buying a house but Alex to be completely honest with you I have I have no desire to own a home right now <laughs> it just it just doesn't fit with what I see for myself because I don't even know if I'm going to be in Atlanta you know once I find my career like I'm really not trying to lay down too much but comparison theory will really, will really have you sitting here contemplating what you want to do just because you see everybody else doing something different. So, you know, I'm happy I took that time to even evaluate if I wanted to go back to school because I wanted to go back to school, not because I saw everybody else going back to school. And I think that's a big difference, too, because at, you know, 12 o'clock at night, when you have a paper due, you're the one writing the paper. (laughs) Everyone else is, you know, doing what they're doing. You have to do it for you because at the end of the day, it's your journey and it's yours. It belongs to you. Exactly. So you mentioning like buying a house and comparison theory segues perfectly into my next uh, my next question, which is just like navigating adulthood. And I that's something that you and I, um, we talk like a bit about. And it's just like comparison theory really will like get you just like comparing yourself like whether it's like starting a family buying a house like you're just kind of like what like what am I doing wrong you know especially when you start to think about your younger self like yourself at 18 19 20 when you're like oh when I graduate college I'm gonna be making six figures I'm gonna be like I'm gonna have this amazing job and like you know you have kind of like this like ideal life planned out for you and then years go by and you're like wait a minute Mm, like I'm not making (laughs) I'm not making six figures I don't have that high rise in the city like what am I doing wrong am I failing myself so I just want to ask you like where did at 20 years old like where did you think you would be like at 25 almost 26 um (laughs) I definitely thought that I was going to be like some super duper, you know, uh, marketing communications extraordinaire um, and thought I was going to be, who knows where I thought, I, I knew I was going to be in Atlanta um, because just of the way that the city is growing right now. Mm-hmm. But I, I did not, for fact, see myself still being at home with my parents. Um, and I did not see myself, um, in grad school. (laughs) So, uh, 20 year old me definitely thought Milan was going to be a superstar. Okay. Um, traveling internationally for events every weekend, every week or whatever. But, you know, when you think about, you know, your biggest and wildest dreams, they still have time to come true. You know, you just have to sit there and really ruminate on, on what it is that you want and why you want it and what's the reasoning behind it. Because when I look back on that um, and I think about I thought I was going to be some big superstar, I am the one of the most private people in the world. <laughs> I actually hate telling people my business. I am very secretive. Like, I couldn't imagine living a public life now at 26. You know, it's just, it doesn't seem feasible for me just because that's the type of person I am. And so just thinking about, you know, what I wanted to do then and who I am now, they don't even, they don't even match. (laughs) It's not even me now. So it's like, girl, what were you, what were you really trying to do? Because that's just not who you are. And so as you get older, you realize 
what's important to you and my privacy is important to me and you know following my dreams and my purpose is important to me so even though I thought I was going to be somewhere else I'm I'm so very appreciative of where I am because who knows you know the sky's the limit and like I said anything can still happen but now I'm doing it as an older me a more knowledgeable me and moving into you know just doing things because I want to do them, not because I see everybody else doing it. And I think that's that's perfect timing for me. You seem to have such a positive, not you seem, you do. You have such a, <laughs> po- such a positive outlook on, you know, on the way your life is going. So how do you, how did you get yourself to that point? Because I feel like a lot of people right now, like, if had they been you know laid off still living with their parents like just uncertain about the future they could really like you know go off the deep end but for you it just seems like you're kind of like this is what my life is like right now this is like what I'm I'm working towards you know my purpose and my passions like I'm fine like you just seem content and I feel like a lot of people in your position may not feel content they may be like woe is me oh my gosh like this sucks so how do you get yourself in the right mindset I think opening yourself up and really truly finding who you are and what you what really makes you you is is something that's important um I love to read and I will scream it from the from the rooftops <laughs> and my favorite book that I will recommend to anyone to this day is The Defining Decade. Um, it's just about going through your 20s and what your 20s is about, you know, love, career, money, but it was written by a therapist and she kind of talks about, you know, all those different moments for you and, and how it could feel and, you know, I kind of feel like it was a study guide for me. You know, I was able to look at this book, read it three, four times and really be like, okay, it's not just me. It's not just me. Everybody makes it seem like on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, that they're living perfect lives, but it's not the case. <laughs> it's far from it. Um, you know, I take time to sit and actually talk to my parents. My mom is one of the most knowledgeable people that, you know, I'm able to talk to because she's my mom she's my friend but she is a boss bitch (laughs) my mom is really amazing and she she pours into me what she's been through and I think that really helps me as well um I stay really grounded I I watch a lot of um spiritual stuff on YouTube I'm very into transformation church and Michael Todd and he kind of speaks to my spirit too because he's a youth pastor not that he teaches youth but he 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 kind of just talks to everybody and he he makes the sermons relatable and i'm in a bible study group called the women in transition we meet every tuesday on zoom and you know just being able to be open with a lot of women my age and knowing that we're all going through the same things is helpful as well you know i think just finding who you are is so important <laughs> it really helps you stay grounded and content in where you are like, I want more for myself. I I will say that any day, but um, knowing the value of the journey is what's really important to me as well. So, you know, taking every day as it comes, it's, it's no problem with that. And enjoying and reveling in every moment is important too. No, for sure. And it also seems to me like you just have like 
community. You just have a really good group of people from like your mom, friends, um, the woman in your Bible study group. Like you just have like a really good support system and people that you can, you know, go to, you know, uh, like to pour into you, to encourage you. And I think that's like, that's amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's probably one of my favorite parts. Everybody in my life is amazing, and I feel like they all serve a purpose. So, you know, I'm very thankful for God's placement of these people with me because, you know, people get mess, messed up when, with the wrong people, and it takes a toll on your life. But when you're in alignment with the right people, it really does make a difference in your life. Oh, no, 100%. So um, as we wrap up here, I'd just want to ask you one last question um so obviously this is being recorded and this will be put out on the interwebs so it'll live (laughs) forever right and um it's almost I I like doing these interviews because I feel like it's almost like a little time capsule of your life so let's just say five years from now when you know corona is hopefully over and you know life kind of I don't know if it'll ever go back to normal but if like you know once we're past this this moment in our lives, right? Um, just like, where do you see yourself in five years? Like, where do you where do you want to be? So, like, if you could talk to your future self, what would you say to her? I could talk to my future self. Wow. Um, I would tell her that the groundwork is in part is important. The groundwork is important and that everything that you're going through right now is going to make your life even better because you'll value it, you know? Like, she'll be able to find joy in things because she's been there and done that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, You know, in five years, I hope to be living somewhere near a beach. I love water. I'm a Scorpio. I'm a water (laughs) bond. Um, love water. I hope to be, you know, just living my wildest dreams and living my wildest dreams with people I love and working an amazing job and, you know, just being me. Um, and hopefully staying, you know, the same person that I am in five years. That's what's important to me. I don't want to lose value or lose sight of all this insight that I've gained over the years. I hope that she's humble. I hope that she's, you know, just living in purpose. In five years, I hope Milan is living in purpose <laughs> and is happy. But you know, to future self, girl, we are we are trying to get it together <laughs> so you can enjoy life. Um, because you know, in five years, I'll be thirty-one. Yeah, I'm hoping to be in my prime and just really taking life as it comes, and you know, jet setting with my husband or my boyfriend or my fiance or whatever is around at that time. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, just being happy because people live life so miserably and going through life dreading every day. I just want to be happy every day, you know, just doing something I love with people I love, loving someone who loves me and just being my best self. You know, it's, it's not too much of the, the frivolous things is more so the, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but, you know, just just life. I mean, what more could you ask for, honestly? And I feel like yeah. five years from now, literally every single thing that you just said will, like, that'll be your life for sure. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have no doubt. 
if you want, you can just like tell the people like where they can find you. And then that's it. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Milan underscore Rouge. R-O-U-G-E. I go viral from time to time because I'm a little witty. <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm really on Instagram and Twitter. So on LinkedIn, Milan Johnson. Connect with me. Let's talk. And yeah, thank you for having me, Alex. It's my first time on Financial Flexibility.